For Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19 Now today we have a very special guest, one of my favorite people in the whole world. But I want to thank our sponsor, Home Instead Senior Care, for providing trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. And we are just so grateful for them. They've been our, for over a year, Home Instead has been helping us bring these episodes to you. And today's episode is great. Anna Crafty Pierce, thank you for being my co-host and welcome to the show. Hi, Mom. I'm really glad to be here. Oh, my gosh. And we have such a great episode today. I'm really pumped about it. So I'm calling this episode Mother's Day Marvelous. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you're, you're gonna Being your mother, you're going to love this. So one thing about motherhood is your kids teach you new stuff all the time, and they get older, and they keep teaching you new things. So guess what I did today? You'll be so proud of me. What did you do? Well, you know, I've been writing out a John 4 communications book, a manuscript. I'm at, it's at an editor's right now, and I'm excited about getting those principles out, but in that in that section of scripture, there's John 4:27, and it says that Jesus's disciples marveled that he was talking to a woman. So I go into that. And, <laughs> I know, isn't that great? That he mar- they marveled at that. Of course, when I saw that word in English, I thought of Marvel Comics, and we're such super women, right? But I here's what I learned from you. I remembered. Well, for listening friends, you have to know the backstory. Our family is big on using our interlinear, understanding what the Greek original language was about, the culture of the day, and trying to get a handle on that original language and what Jesus or the disciples or Paul, what they really meant when they wrote those passages down, what those what those words actually mean. And it is a little tricky when you get to the original language. It sometimes will surprise, it surprised me, I'll put it that way. So I, I thought, I can't talk about this word marvel without looking it up in Greek. And I'm up here at the office with none of my books. So I get, <laughs> I know, I know. So just it's a few so days, frustrating. I hate that feeling. So just a few days ago, Anna had told me, Mom, they have all these great lexicons and interlinears and all this stuff. It's so accessible online. And she uh-huh. really challenged me to look at that. And I it sparked my imagination, Anna. I thought, I, I saw myself doing it. I thought, this seems hard to me because I've never done it, but Anna says it's easy, and I need to believe that, and I need to just do it. So that's what well, I did one, today. Once you have an interlinear on your phone, it's with you everywhere. Once you've downloaded a Bible on your phone, you have that. We carry our phones everywhere. It's so wonderful. 
So convenient. So the word marvel, the way the disciples were so surprised and they were in awe and they were wondering. But the other verses where that word is used in the New Testament are interesting because some of them are about the Pharisees marveling that Jesus was so wise and able to handle philosophical questions and trick them at their own game like he was just smarter than they were. And then uh, he understood their hearts in ways that made them marvel with his answers. And then some of them were just like soldiers and people marveling at Jesus power. So I think it's like, almost like there's this little edge of disbelief. Like, is that even possible? So when I, when I named this mother's day marvelous, I thought that is the perfect word for what mothers are. We're so amazing and powerful. And sometimes we surprise everybody around us. Unbelievable. And they, and they, and they wonder, can you even do that? Is that, is that okay? Particularly if they're in junior high, because those moments where you're with your mom in junior high at the grocery store and you're just like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to encourage moms today as our Mm -hmm. gift to mothers all over, all over the world. We want you to know we admire you and we know, we know your pain. We understand your agony and we know how you're praying for your babies. And even if they're teenagers, they're still your babies. So we're going to do that. We're going to talk about best gifts ever, worst gifts gifts ever, because I want people to know my family is wonderful, but we're not perfect. And I think sometimes (laughs) it encourages people when they hear the bad stories along with the good ones. So we're going to share some of that. Anna, I'm not going to close out this first uh, section here without asking you first, give us some ideas for crafts and things you can do with your kids that don't cost a lot of money. And maybe if there's not even a dad in the picture. Well, I specifically to Mother's Day, I don't have any offhand, but at toddlers, I was just talking to a fellow like, a toddler mom about easy things, and my children beg to paint right now, and it's oh. a mess. So the yeah. thing I've started doing with them, I totally cheat. I get out the washable markers because they're washable, and yeah. I tell them, if you cover this whole piece of paper with marker, I'll let you paint. And what I mean by that is when they're done covering the whole piece of paper with color with the markers, I give them a little tiny amount of water in the bottom of a cup and a paintbrush, and they proceed to cover all those markers with water in the paintbrush, and it becomes like paint. You know, it moves the the marker wow. around all over the paper, and they feel like they're painting, and it's easy to wipe up with a baby wipe. <laughs> wow. Anna, that is a breakthrough idea. I love oh, that. So if you're, a, love if you're a for Mother's Day, the way you could do that is you let them paint. You've given yourself a minute of time alone where you could just do something else for a minute. And they give you a beautiful painting that you can keep forever. Now, and if daddy, gonna, if daddy or grandma does it when they're done, you can ask them, tell me about this picture. Let's yes. give it to your mom and, and write all the goofy things they tell you about the picture <laughs> on well, there for them. That's what I was just going to say. We just got two really gorgeous uh, paintings from your kids. Were those watercolor paintings you I gave will us? Say, no, those were real paint. We really bothered okay. to make a mess in your honor. <laughs> Okay. Well, the reason I ask is they could be, you know, markers for all I know. But on the back, it was good quality paper. I knew that. And on the back, Anna, just for listening friends to know, she had asked them that those questions that she suggested asking in another episode. uh, I can't remember the name of the. Oh, it's uh, probably the one about Easter, the Easter episode. Yeah, Anna suggested when you get a a gift from uh, your child that's something they've created, that you you receive it like a gift, like a treasure. And then instead of asking, is this a dinosaur, is this a, 
you know, a dragon or whatever, you say, tell me about your picture. So I knew you had done that, sweetie, when we got <laughs> we got those last batch ones because they were hilarious, the stuff the kids said. like, Oh, I Mom, I can't wait for you to see yours. I keep forgetting to give them to you. But my sweet little daughter started singing. Only, you know, she only knows a limited number of songs. So she starts singing the B-I-B-L-E. And instead uh-huh. of saying Bible, she goes, the B-I-B-B-B. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love that. I can't wait to see what she said to me on I the back. I wrote it down of, on the back for you. On your painting. So I'm going to put those in a frame that I can change out. And you suggested to me that I frame a piece of metal uh, or yes. even find a chalkboard that's already done at Hobby Lobby or somewhere, but something that has magnets so I can take that picture down and then put a new picture up when we get it. And that is what I'm going to do, almost like a bulletin board with magnets for all their beautiful so, art. The other thing I love to do, and this is a great one, I just, I was just another, again, inspired by another friend of mine. She was talking about how she had all this artwork her kids had given you, you know, because when they make scribble drawings, those things are, they're quick to produce and they're very proud of them. And you almost hate to throw them away as a mom. And this yeah. is true of junior high artwork too, even, you know, older kids do this too. So what do you do when you start to get an accumulation of stuff? My son loves to cut, my three-year-old. And so I've started giving him back his artwork and saying, here, cut this up. And then I give him an even bigger piece of paper or, you know, like the lid off a cardboard box or whatever I have. And I let him loose with a glue stick or tape, whatever he's in the mood for. And I let him reconfigure it all into one bigger piece. So then I have one bigger piece displayed on my fridge instead of all those little papers that just pile up. You know what? I love that. And he is wild about glue right now. You should have seen him the other day at my house with a big bottle of glue. That's like a birthday gift for him. And he's between three and four. Just to give other moms a hint, when your child gets to be about four, you can give a a single bottle of glue is like a treasure of a gift. And junior high kids love glue guns, hot glue guns. Same kind of thing with junior high kids. They love hot glue guns. And they're old enough to know not to touch the tip. Yeah, I've had hot hot glue guns in junior high and even high school burn kids, and then they learn their lesson. But um, you just put a Band-Aid on that, of course. But still, um, you don't want to trust a little one with that. No, so, no, 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 not the toddlers. So thank you for that idea about moms, uh, what they, you know, sometimes. So another thing I want to talk about is if you know Mother's Day is coming and you know your husband is or you're, you're there, well, we have about two minutes. So if you know the, the big day's coming and you're probably not going to have uh, anybody do anything nice for you, I want to share the story of the, the best gift I ever got <laughs> because somebody else gave it to me. A teacher gave it to me. And I, I just don't want to forget to share that. We're going to talk about that when we come back. And um, I also want to talk about how you ask for what you really want whether it's asking your husband or asking somebody else in your life, would you mind doing this for me? This would mean so much to me. So, uh, uh, or maybe trade trading with a girlfriend, but there's, there's ways to share those kind of really, I call them conversational adventures. When we take a little risk in a conversation, there's ways to do that and trade with each other so that you can get the help you need and be honored on Mother's Day. So I want to talk about that when we come back. And I don't know, did you bring any story? Maybe you brought your favorite Mother's Day story. I do have a favorite Mother's Day gift. Oh, good. (laughs) That you've already received? 
Yes. I, I don't know if my husband will ever one up himself because it was so incredibly thoughtful. Okay, well, you, we only have a minute, so we're going to say right now, stay with us. You can tell we have some great things to talk about when we come back. So this is where we speak truth with a Texas twang, and we're just really glad you're with us today. So stay with us or go to Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F-V-E, F is in Frank, V is in Victor, E is in Edward.com for more of these exciting adventures. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. You ought to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. I'm talking to my beautiful and beloved daughter co-host, Anna Crafty Pearson. We're talking about fun things that you can do to make Mother's Day marvelous, because we really believe all mothers are marvelous. And if you're downloading this podcast, that tells me that you're working hard to learn new things and and just be good at what you do, and you want some encouragement. So in honor of that, I'm going to share a brief story. Anna, can you guess what my worst Mother's Day memory is? You probably know. No, I'm not going to be able to guess that. (laughs) Okay, you've heard me talk about this, though. There was one year and y'all were pretty little I think Ellen was in kindergarten and you were maybe first grade 
and y'all decided the thing to do for Mother's Day was make me. Oh gosh, it involved us. Yes, I do know which one it is. <laughs> scrambled eggs, and your dad thought this yes. was so hilarious. He knew that y'all were putting the eggshells in the eggs. He let us and do he, it anyway. And he brought them to me anyway, and I, I just, it just hurt my feelings so much. Of course. To you girls, I had to act like it was the sweetest gift I'd ever received, and I did that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But he, he got fussed at later. So We and, were so I, successful, we did it all by ourselves. I know. Y'all were really cute about that part was sweet, but the rest of it was not okay with me that he would let the, let the uh-huh. you know, he should have helped you. And okay. you know who inspired us is your mom. We had that microwave cookbook that oh, she'd given wow. us, Meemaw had given us. Oh, right. And okay, that's so, why we thought we could make eggs ourselves. <laughs> well, I just have to throw this in just to defend my husband. He, he did not really get the whole idea that I might want a gift at Mother's Day or some kind of thoughtful expression of love. And I'm going to share why I think that is on the Father's Day Fabulous episode we're going to do. And, and it's really sweet. Like, you don't even know what he said when I asked him about Father's Day's memories, Anna, but it is so dear. So I'm not mad at him about that anymore. I'm not bitter. Maybe I'm a little bitter. (laughs) But anyway, I'm over the whole eggshell thing. But And also the fact that he just didn't get what my needs were as far as needing somebody to do something nice for me on Mother's Day. But in light of that, I also have a best gift story. And I know there may be some teachers listening who are also moms. And so I want to really encourage you. I can't hardly talk about this without getting tears in my eyes. But your grandmother had given me beautiful little silhouettes in black and white of you girls mm-hmm. when y'all were about right before you started school. So maybe five, four or five years old. And then I your brother, having them done. Your, your brother came along and I mean, things were happening fast and, and I uh-huh. just didn't have time to do all that. I mean, I did try, I, I got a little silhouette of him along the way, but one year, and I think it was when he was in fifth grade. He came home, and the only gift I got for Mother's Day was from his school, and his teacher had put him down in front of it, one of those projecting lights, and made a silhouette of him. And I tell you, I opened it and started crying. I was so (laughs) touched by her thoughtfulness. And then I wanted to let her know there might be other mothers that were not getting my Mother's Day gifts. So I went up to the school to thank her personally. And I started crying there, too. I was going to say, did you cry on her? <laughs> of course. Of course. So I'm sure that was a blessing to her in, a way, in, a, in the very oddest way. But I just want to share that story because I know you can have a great family and a great life and still have things like that that happen. So if you're if you're wondering with Mother's Day coming up, if my listening friends wonder, oh, will I get a gift? No, probably not. You're just not alone, you know. They're, they're, it's okay. They, you'll have funny stories to tell later. Okay, so we can move on for that. But, Anna, you were going to say your best gift, and I want to hear it because I know how resourceful and smart your husband is, and this might inspire other people. So, so well, tell he, me. Eleven years later, he's lots of practice giving me gifts, and this may actually be in some ways complimenting what you're going to talk about on, on the Father's Day episode because oh. I learned it from you. Oh. Um, but when we were first married and you were kind of in a moment of life where you finally had words for wishing that people were giving you thoughtful gifts, uh-huh. um, I heard you say that. And I thought to myself, I'm never going to be in that spot. <laughs> I'm yeah, just going to take smart. the information my mom is saying and I'm going to apply it now. Smart. And I'm so glad. So I did. So 
every time we walked into Sam's from the first year we were married, probably when we were dating, truthfully, every time we walked into Sam's or any place with a jewelry counter, I would walk around with my husband and we'd play a game where I would say, dear, which piece of jewelry in this counter do you think I would like best? If you were just in a oh. void and you had to pick oh. me a present today, which one would you pick? And he'd point. And then I'd say, oh, that's lovely. That's a really good one because, and I'd tell him why I liked that one. Didn't matter what it was. I'd find a reason to like it and tell him what about it I liked. And then I'd say, and oh, look, this is the one I would pick for me. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> but that way, he could be, when he went in a void of his own, eventually, when he got confident enough to go in and just pick me out jewelry to surprise me, he'd know which one I'd want. And, actually, and I never, ever would have said anything negative about his choices. So that yeah. I would, so that he would be brave enough to just go in and pick me something, and you know, it's Sam's. He's going to save the receipt. If yeah. it is something that just I can never possibly wear because it matches nothing, it's okay. We can return it and try again. Yeah. But he'd have the guts to do it. <laughs> wow, that is so brilliant. I love the way you thought so, of help, helping him without being disappointed. Well, it was such by a fun the time game. I got around to helping your dad, I was probably mad at him. So it was such a awesome. fun game to play at Sam's and to play in the mall and wherever we were. Like and which then, one do and he's got one do you think good I would it. pick? It's like a guessing game. Uh-huh. Yes. Which one would you Smart. pick out for me if you were going to buy me jewelry right now? Which one would you pick out? And there's kind of a thrill to that because it's almost like he gave me a little present every time he picked something for me. And then, um, well, and then, okay, so the first year we had a baby. And not the first year when I was pregnant in May, but, you know, after our son was born. He picked me out earrings. And, and at the time, it was sweet, but, you know, it was, and it, it was Mother's Day, and, and that was lovely, but I was kind of overwhelmed because I had a brand new baby, like, you know, yeah, <laughs> a very, yeah. very new baby. And, um, and so it didn't register, but the minute my son has been old enough to notice the way I look, he notices what I'm wearing. Like, the other day, he told me he didn't like my lipstick because it was the wrong color because <laughs> I had something a little purple on. He told me, Mama, that I like your normal lips best. So he notices my little son. Well, he noticed my earrings. And the first time he noticed those earrings, I said him to him, son, those are the earrings your daddy gave me because he thinks I'm a good mommy. Oh. <laughs> and in that moment, that present was like, it was well, they're literally little gold earrings, but it was like golden in my life oh. because they were direct evidence that I could point to for my son that his dad thought I was a good mommy. And that made the present like the present he'd given me like two years before. Suddenly, it like wow. was very valuable to me. So, <laughs> wow, best mother. Well, I present. love that whole thing, and that was one of my questions: How do you ask for what you really want? And that that was a long process for me to learn to be able to say, "Here's what I want." You know, I love you unconditionally; it doesn't matter. But but this is what I would would mean a lot to me if you wanted to do something special. And it, and yeah. it, for me, it doesn't have to be jewelry or anything. Uh, you know, I still have the, you made me, I mean, and you were an adult when you did this, but you just made me a little sign that said, yay, mom, to put over my desk when I'm writing because the writing you knew had been so That's challenging so for me. And I love that. I still have that over my desk. I just moved it into my new office that when I changed the, the house. I'm so glad. Yeah. So even your 30-year-old child can make you a little watercolor sign and still be very dear. And anyway, but but asking for what you want, something special and sweet and thoughtful that encourages the mom, that sometimes you have to ask people for that. 
Now I talked, I, I promised to say how you can trade. If you don't have, if your husband, if it's too stressful because maybe like me, you've already made a big issue out of nothing and it's just now a loaded issue, or maybe your husband, maybe you're separated or divorced or um, single mom raising a baby with her children, and they're, maybe they're even grown by now. And so you need to do some, some way to communicate what you need and you don't have that significant person in your life that can do that for you. You can still do that with your girlfriends. You can either take each other out for a Mother's Day special treat if your kids are grown and off at college, or you can even ask your friend if you have small children in the home. You can say to your friend, you know, when I get home from work tonight, it's Mother's Day. and There's going to be nothing happening. Could we trade? And could you come by or, or I'll come by your house and we'll do each other a card? Do you know we'll, what we do, Mom? We'll do paper, you know, have the kids make color something pretty for both of us or whatever. What do you do, sweetie? My sweet, one of my best friends of all time, she's so intuitive about me, and she's bothered to learn how to navigate my brainwaves and the way I think. So that's a dear I gift. I know. I know you do. Just a description. Although, She'll know who she yeah. is, too, because I've told her thank you. But, okay, she yes. shows up at my house on significant moments with chocolate and wine. And we just oh, do that for her, each other, and she's the one that started it. But the, one of the things we do is my son, it was born on her wedding day. So we never forget. She she remembers every year to call me and tell me, happy day you became a mom. And I remember to call her and tell her I know exactly how many years you've been married. Congratulations. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. That's exactly what I mean. You, everybody has a friend they can count on for that. And don't she forget. She sent me so many Mother's Day cards over the years. It's really sweet. We only have about two minutes left, sweetie. I knew this episode would go fast. For those mothers who are listening out there, I just want you to know you are so dear to our hearts. We are in this together. We are raising children for the next generation to be a blessing to each other's kids. And I'm, I'm coming alongside my daughter now who is raising another generation of kids. Any way I can, I'm trying to encourage my children as they parent. And I know don't forget mother-in-laws. Yeah, no kidding. I have a no, fabulous mother-in-law. I'm so thankful she raised my husband. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You are so blessed. She, we should do a shout out to her for that for sure. Grandy, we're thinking about you and we're thankful for you. So, uh, if anybody knows who that is, be sure and call her and tell her you heard it on. You heard it here. So we, we have only time to say goodbye. Do you have a quick thought on a one sentence? Not more than that. Thank you for being my mom. You did a good job. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I'm really proud of you. And I tell people all the time, I think both my daughters are better mothers than I ever was. So that's I'm something so... to be look forward to, too. That gives maybe, me, I was going to say, gives me great hope because maybe it'll be true of my children. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be great? That is something to be grateful for, for sure. So wherever oh. you are in your journey in motherhood, um, and I know maybe some people have even lost babies this year because I sure have a lot of friends that grieve over children they've lost. But wherever mm-hmm. you are in that journey, we want you to know we support you and we admire your courage and your fortitude. And you can find more help at Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F-V-E, F is in Victor, I mean, F is in Frank, V is in Victor, <laughs> E as in Edward.com. And Anna and I just want to wish you a very happy, marvelous Mother's Day. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. 
thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh.